0: Or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the Breaking the Barrier podcast. This is episode 21. This podcast is sponsored by Generation UCAN, the smarter energy nutrition that's powered by Superstarch, a slow release complex carbohydrate that uniquely delivers steady, long lasting energy to keep you fueled and feeling good. Visit GenerationUCAN.com.au and use the code Breaking the Barrier for fifteen percent off your first purchase. That's generationyoucan.com.au dot au. And use the code Breaking the Barrier. Generation You Can, the best choice for steady energy. This podcast is also brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and thirty day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash Breaking the Barrier over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. That's www.audibletrial.com forward slash breaking the barrier. My name is Andrew Lorenzo, and I have committed myself to pushing my body and mind to their limits in my attempt to run a two-hour and 40-minute marathon by the year 2020. Over the course of my journey, starting in 2018, I've discovered many things about the human spirit that I want to share with all of you. It's my hope that I'll help you reach your true potential and inspire you to go above and beyond what you ever thought possible. With the help of an amazing community of listeners and speakers, we can all push ourselves harder than we ever have in hopes of breaking the barrier. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Breaking the Barrier podcast, where I hope to inspire you to go above and beyond what you ever thought possible. I'm Andrew Lorenzo. Thanks so much for listening. You can find all things Breaking the Barrier on their website, of course, breakingthebarrierrunning.com. You'll see show notes, updates, as well as a link to request to join the Facebook community group, where a lot of the people who listen to the podcast share their stories ask questions, and even give advice toward other people's journeys. Of course, we're going to be talking about the lessons from a race episode today, so so you can find, as always, pictures and different sort of memories from races and and things that I'm doing on my Instagram page, Breaking the Barrier Running, and Facebook, the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Breaking the Barrier Running. So, like I said, today we're going to be talking about a race that I had done a few weeks ago, the roller coaster run, the 10K roller coaster run. That was in the Mount Dandenong Ranges, so today's going to be that Lessons from a Race episode. But before we get into that, I just have a couple of shout-outs that I want to give to some of the Breaking the Barrier community who are going above and beyond. So first we have a friend of mine, Nick. She finished the Tokyo Marathon with a PB last week. That's really incredible to go to another country and, and run a marathon in a different time zone and do as well as she did. Congratulations, Nick. That's really incredible. Really, really excited for you. Oh, and she was back running like a couple of days after completing the marathon. So that's even, that's even more incredible. We've got Chris, who posted in the Facebook community group, who said, My first major goal reached... 10 times 750 meters, that's seven and a half kilometers. I've done three of these over the last week. The next short-term goal is to do 14 consecutive days of 7.5 kilometers. Once I can run that, then I can set the next major goal, which will be working up to probably 15 to 20k, using a similar system to what I'm using now, but with a higher minimum number of laps, maybe five or six. Stay tuned, and thanks for the ongoing support. Awesome, Chris. Well done on reaching your first major goal, your first major milestone. That's always a really good feeling, and it really fuels the fire to keep you going. I know that when I reach any sort of milestone, it kind of renews my excitement for the journey that I'm on. So that's really spectacular. Congratulations, Chris. I have another shout-out for Coach Steves, Coach Stephen Walden, my virtual running coach. He ran the Napa Valley Marathon a couple weeks ago with a time of two hours and 59 minutes and 48 seconds, and he placed third overall in the marathon. Way to go, coach. That's, that's awesome. I hope you pass on some of that wisdom. Well, you are passing on some of that wisdom, but I hope you send some of that energy my way for, <laughs> for Canberra. Another shout out to Bodie, who hit a new PB at the Main Beach Park Run. So that's awesome. Of course, hitting a new PB anywhere is just an exciting time. So congratulations, Bodie. And also Liam, who got a new PB at the Wyndham Vale Park Room. Congratulations, Liam. Sub 19. Sub 19 minute 5K. That's, oh, wow. That's crazy. That's fast. And I was lucky enough to be there when he did that. And yeah, it's it's just when when you're running and you see somebody running back towards you who've already completed the out and back, it's like whoa, this is going to be a good time, and you can just see how efficient runners like that really are. So congratulations, Liam! Incredible. Ah, uh, this next one I'm not supposed to say, but I don't really care. I'm going to say it anyway. A friend of mine, I won't say his name, Simon. Ah, excuse me. He got a new park run PB. Technically, it was a sub 20. He did do it in under 20 minutes. I'm really excited for him. But with Simon's personality, he's actually not really he's not pleased with it because our park run course is about 40 meters longer than five kilometers. So according to the official park run time, he was 20 minutes flat. But his Garmin was at like $19.56 for a 5K. So I'm going to give it to him. I'm going to give him this preliminary shout out. So when he does an official park run sub 20, I'm going to throw him like a party. And it's going to be crazy. So congratulations, Simon. Even though you don't really want it yet, I'm, I'm saying it anyway, don't care. And I just wanted to give a special thanks to Jody from Canada who left this review on the iTunes page. Andrew brings a fresh and real approach to running podcasts. He's relatable, and although he's just starting out on his podcast journey, it's easy to see how he's really embraced this medium. Great inspiration and information. Also, a great Facebook community. If you'd like to be part of the podcast community from its infancy and see it blossom, stick around. I think Breaking the Barrier is just revving up. Thank you so much for that, Jody. That really means a lot. It's really awesome to see that the podcast is reaching an international audience as well. So so thank you very much for your kind words, and I hope I don't let you down. Now, just a bit of an update on my personal journey. I know you're all biting your nails and sitting at the edge of your seats. So the situation is this. I went for my longest ever training run yesterday. So basically, I'm coming off of a week of full training running, so I didn't miss any of the plans from Coach Steve. Two weeks ago, I eased back into running. The week before that was a complete non-running week. It was just all cycling, and the weeks leading up to that week were just all kind of modified runs, so not not the planned distance, maybe not the speed workouts. So, you know, when when, when something like that happens, you go through your mind about all the fitness you're losing and all the worst case scenarios and really in that few weeks I didn't lose a lot of fitness. So I went for this week. So this was a 60 mile week. 60 point eight ninety-seven kilometer week. I feel like I should have walked another three kilometers to make it an even even one hundred. But okay, so long story short, I went for my run yesterday. It was twenty two miles, thirty-five point five kilometers. And I ran it with little to no pain in my IT band and my knee. Today, I'm feeling good. So things are feeling okay. I mean, I have a slight, you know, it's feeling a slight bit weak, but no more than it has been. So it's not gotten any worse. It feels as it has. So I think that I'm, I'm praying that I'm on the right side of recovery. And at this stage, I'm going to try to toe the line in Canberra. I'm gonna to try to make it, so I've got five weeks to go to Canberra. I'm gonna to try to make it, and worst case scenario, I have July, and this might be a last minute decision if if anything flares up, but my coach Steve and I are under the hope that if I can stay healthy for the next week or two, I'll get a lot of that fitness back. I didn't lose a lot, but i'll I'll you know i'll I will get back to where I was, and I'll be healthy to run the marathon. So fingers crossed. But as of right now, I've made the decision that I will run the Canberra Marathon. That run yesterday was hard. I've, I couldn't have completed it without the people that I run with. And it just, it, it really, you know, and this is coming from, this is coming from my heart. Uh, the The people that I've been running with have been a really big part of of my journey and uh the support that I've gotten from them has been huge and for me yesterday's run it went by so much quicker because I had all these people you know just helping me through the run and we were just talking and we were joking around with each other and you know it just gets you by and the lesson there is just that I've said this before that whether it's a run or whether it's life if you've got the right people in your life. If you got the right people around you, everything seems so much more possible and easier. So, from the bottom of my heart, guys, thank you for all of your support. Thank you for everything that you're you're doing for me. You know, WinFit, you're just a huge part of my life. So, thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, uh, I will hope to stay healthy for the next for the next few weeks, but time will tell. But as of now. I've, I've, I'm positive that I will be able to, I'm in a positive mindset that I will be able to race marathon, race the marathon in Canberra. And I will still aim for that sub four. So with this 22 miler that I did, it was at about a 9:13 average pace. So that's actually, that's at that pace brings me just over four hours. But again, it was a training run. It was the first long run I've done in a really long time. And so I'm hoping that I can, and use these 5 weeks to get a little bit more efficient. I mean, we'll see. We're going to be cutting it close. But, you know, to me I've already I I I've already won. You know, 6 months ago I ran 20 miles and my average pace was a uh, 10 minute and 44 mile, a uh, 10 minute and 44 second mile for 20 miles. Yesterday I ran 22 at a 9 minute and 13 second pace. So, That to me, that's a win. And it just goes to show you what you can do when you put your mind to it. I was talking to somebody yesterday. I was never a runner, right? I mean, other than the treadmill. But if if you want to do something, set your mind to it, and you will do it. I'm not saying that I'm definitely going to reach that two-hour and 40-minute marathon. I hope I do. But the fact that the improvement comes when you put the work in, it really, really goes to show you that it's worth it, and there's nothing else like it. So that is where I'm at. So I hope that you're sending me positive healing vibes, and yeah, here's here's looking forward to the next five weeks, so I'll start tapering in a few weeks, and then we'll hit Canberra. All right, now getting into the Lessons from the Race episode. So a few weeks ago, at the time of this recording, I of course ran the roller coaster run in the Mount Dandenong ranges here in Victoria. So it was a trail run. it was a technical trail run. and it was it was just it was, it was incredibly scenic. It was a really well put together event. So they had a few different events. They had the 43 kilometer event. They had the 21 and a half kilometer event. They had the 10k, and then they had a 2k and a 5k fun run for families and children that sort of thing so each event was just a little bit longer so obviously the the marathon level event was 43 kilometers as opposed to 42.2 so huge kudos to the people that did any of these events it was a really really tough course especially congratulations to Simon who did the half marathon who was actually fighting a bit of the flu and he yeah he he (laughs) <laughs> he, he lapped us doing the 10k so the course was a bit of a out and back and you know zigzaggy so we we did come into contact with some of the other people running the half marathon and the marathon sometimes they'd be running toward us or sometimes like in simon's case they'd be lapping us so it was a yeah it was a really fun run as i said it was up in the mountains so getting there it was you know it was about an hour and a half away drive but you know i went with simon shani and wendy and so we kept each other entertained and getting up to the mountains is generally pretty easy as long as you can deal with the windy roads once we got there the event was just full of energy and even at we got there at about 6:30 in the morning cuz simon had a 7:30 start so we wanted to get there a bit early and even at that time it was really it was just energetic like flowing really well And there were, of course, all the things that you would expect from a running festival. There were stalls with technical gear, sports nutrition, and, of course, event swag. So the swag, of course, is the clothing that you would find with the event logos and everything on it. And they had clothing from last year's events and this year's events. You could purchase event swag at registration when you registered online. So it gave you the option to Purchased the the shirts. You could buy a singlet or a tee. Now I purchased a medium, and I don't think I gained a lot of weight in the past couple of months. But the medium ran really small, so I've got a medium here at home now, and I don't know if I'll ever really be able to wear it because I mean I've I've worn it, but it's it's kind of like jokingly small. So. <laughs> Yeah, the the event swag ran a bit small, so keep that in mind if you do run this race. Make sure that you get a size up when you purchase any clothing. There was of course a coffee van which was good, and there were plenty of there were plenty of restrooms for people to use. They had, you know, the porta-potties and there was an actual toilet block you know, like a building with just the restrooms in it. And then we could also go into the to the sort of restaurant that was there and use and use their facilities as well. Speaking about the restaurant, we, of course, were able to get brunch after the race, which was really good. And you know, you would think that a restaurant just, you know, your average size restaurant, nothing huge, would be incredibly crowded and uncomfortable because of all the people finishing the race. But it flowed really well. You know, this was one of those times where the running festival portion of everything was in a really small space just due to the nature of where the starting line was. But the the race director and the volunteers and everybody who puts these things together and everybody who put this thing together did a really great job making sure that everything flows really well. So when we were at brunch after the race, you know, we'd walk into the restaurant and sure it was crowded of course, but You know, we didn't wait too long for anything. We didn't feel like we were overcrowded or uncomfortable in any way. The the brunch itself, there was you know there was anything from cereals to any kind of fruit that you could want, danishes, pastries, breads, that sort of thing. So it was kind of like a continental breakfast. But you know, it it really it hit the spot, and I just thought it was a really nice touch for for everybody there who was running to be able to look forward to a sort of sit-down breakfast afterward. We ended up sitting on the floor because, you know, as flowing as it could be, there was, of course, limited seats, but that wasn't a problem. I mean, as floors go, it was pretty comfortable. So, you know, so we we had a good time. In terms of the trail itself, it was quite difficult. So it was much more challenging, I think, than that Afterglow trail run that I did a few months ago. Now the Afterglow was I think probably geared much more toward beginners because I think probably with the Afterglow and that was 21k, probably after the first 10k, there it was mostly, you know, you were mostly running on flat ground, on flat ground. Yes, of course there were, you know, there were there were hills and you know, big flights of stairs and everything, but it was it was mostly out in the open there was sand running and it was just a little bit less technical in terms of this course it was just it, it, in terms of difficulty level i mean i only have you know two trail runs really to go off of i'd give this one about a 7 or 8 out of 10 um so it was it was tough you know there were por- there were portions of it that it would have just been easier to crawl up rather than walk and Again, seeing some of those really technical runners just fly down some of those hills or up some of those hills, it was just incredible to watch. And in terms of the other runners, it was just a really good atmosphere. All the other run- runners were happy to interact with people. And, you know, we we all kept each other going. So the, the energy was really a positive one. The volunteers on the course were really, really helpful. In terms of aid stations, I think there was one maybe every oh, I think every two or three kilometers, I think. So in the 10K, I think I probably saw maybe, I think three, I think three water stations. I was kind of distracted in some points, which you'll you'll hear about a little bit later on, but I didn't stop at any of the water stations. You know, I just, I had my hydration backpack, so I didn't really need anything. And I had had my Generation can protein enriched powder before I went to the race. So you know that that gave me the energy that i needed so generation ucan of course is a great supplement that i use to give me the energy that i need to sustain my running for longer periods or more challenging periods of course a 10k isn't necessarily long but the nature of the course it was really really challenging on my muscles and on my endurance so generation ucan just has always been there to make sure that the energy that we're getting is clean and it enhances the fat burning and the energy use. So if you'd like to just check out Generation You Can, you can, of course, visit generationucan.com.au and use the code Barrier for 15% off your first purchase. I also, of course, use the snack bars, which I, in a longer, much longer run, every 60 or 90 minutes I'll have half a snack bar, and that really keeps me going. Chocolate peanut butter is my favorite. So again, that's generationyoucan.com.au, and use the coupon code BREAKINGTHEBARRIER for 15% off. Moving on to... This, the flow of the actual course, like I said, it was like out and back. So we were coming into contact with people of the marathon and half marathon distance. And there were points where it would be really narrow. So we just have to get out of their way. Because nine times out of ten, when, when we saw people coming toward us, uh, you know, the 10K runners would see the half marathon and the full marathon people coming toward us. We'd need to get out of their way because they were usually speeding through because most of the time it happened it was on a part where we were going uphill and they were coming downhill. So, and and sometimes it was very narrow. But, you know, we all as runners understand that you know there are different levels to different runners. So, the full marathoners and the much more technical runners were really understanding of if it were to take somebody a little bit of time to get out of their way to to stay safe. Then getting of course to the finish line flowed really really well there was volunteers handing out the medals and directing the traffic to where they needed to go and that's of course when when we met up with Simon who had already finished and went to have our brunch so overall a really great day really great event and it was just a really interesting run for me and you're going to you're going to hear why in a little bit so without further ado we're going to get into the next part of the episode that actually has all the recordings. So if you have never listened to a Lessons from a Race episode from Breaking the Barrier, this is kind of how it's going to work. you can hear recorded tidbits from the actual race. And every now and then I will chime in and just talk a little bit about what those recordings mean to me or what I learned from those moments and, and how they can apply to everyday life. So... Let us now get into the lessons from the mountain. All right, so I'm here at the roller coaster run in the Dandenong Ranges here in Victoria, Australia. And uh, it's you can probably hear the music in the background. It's huge. Tons of people here. They've got a 10K event, a 21K half marathon, and a full marathon. Each event is a little bit longer than normal distance. I think the marathon is 43 kilometers instead of 42. Uh, but, yeah, they've got awesome stuff. They've got, like, Hammer Nutrition here. Um, you know, they, they're selling shirts and from last year's event, so they've got a lot going on. Um, they got coffee van if you really cool interesting thing was if you came in a car of four or more people I think you get a free uh, lunch voucher so I came with uh, Simon, Shani and Wendy and so we got a free lunch voucher because you know we're carpooling which is cool so uh, yeah just right in the thick of it got about an hour and a half before I start doing the 10k today Simon's doing the half and Wendy and Shani are doing the 10K with me. So I'm gonna make it kind of a walk, run, hike kind of thing today, just cause of my knee. I don't want to push it too hard. I'm just here for the, you know, I'm just here for the bling. But yeah, great event, and uh, we'll catch you soon. So of course we are up in the Dandenong Ranges. It's uh, the, up in the mountains. For those of you who don't know Victoria, it's freezing cold. I mean, you know, it's not freezing freezing, but you know, for somebody like me who's in bike shorts and a, and a technical t-shirt, it's cold. I'm shivering a bit, so I can't wait to start running. <laughs> so, I'm here with Simon, Shani, and Wendy, and, and we're all pre-race. Like I said, uh, si- uh, Wendy and Shani, they're doing the 10K with me. Simon's doing the half. So, uh, we're going to just talk to them a couple, couple seconds and, and see how they're feeling with everything. So, uh, Simon, Simon, how are you feeling before your half marathon? Yeah, ready to go, mate. Just 10 minutes to the start. Just uh, about the end of the start line now Ready to smash it Nice work, I like it I love the accent too, he's, he's not really Australian And uh, <laughs> So Wendy, how are you feeling? Yeah, good, like this might not be a great idea But looking forward to giving it a go Nice. <laughs> I like that, it not, might not Be a good idea Shani, I'm kind of afraid to ask how you're feeling, but how are you feeling? Don't ask. You Come don't on. Ask. <laughs> not can... feeling the best, I can tell you right now. I oh, don't good. do hills, I don't do trail runs, and I don't do stairs. But we're going to do this, we're going to finish, we're going to cross the line. And that's it. As she says that, the paramedic walks past. <laughs> fully loaded. Oh, it's, it's a sign from God. It is. So, all right, well, that's, that's all of us. So, like I said... Uh you know, Wendy and Shawnee and I were gonna we're gonna stick together in the ten K, see what happens and uh Yeah, by hook or by crook we'll make it. We'll finish. We'll finish. We'll finish. Okay, so that was Simon, Shawnee and Wendy. Thank you guys for your input and you know, telling me a little bit about how you were feeling pre-race. So as you could hear, there were a few really different feelings there. And, you know, from yeah, I'm feeling good, ready to go to not nah, this is not my thing this is just insane sort of sort of feeling but the 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 main thing that everybody has in common is you know what this might be out of my comfort zone but we're going to do this we're we're going to we're going to cross the line and maybe we need to do it as a team so there are of course going to be those moments in your life where yes yeah, sometimes you're totally ready for what's coming and even excited about what's coming and there's going to be moments where you're Either feeling like you're not ready, or it's just completely out of your comfort zone and what you're used to doing, but those moments are going to come up, and you're going to be able to find it within yourself to do it. Going into something with a negative attitude, I mean, look, as human beings,' we're, as, as as crappy as this sounds, we are not wired to be happy. Human beings are not wired to be happy. Let that sink in for just a second. We're wired to survive. And that's what will get us going to really, really cross those finish lines. We've got it in there. But there's those parts of our brains that are telling us that we need to be worried or that we need to be stressed. It's normal. It's okay to have those feelings. But if you can get past that, And if you can find it within yourself to go and tell yourself that no matter what, you're going to cross that line, you've already won. So Simon has just started his half marathon. Wendy and Shani and I are in the cafe. We've still got about an hour to go. And uh, Shani just bought me my pre-race coffee. So I'm going to be able to have pre-race coffee this time around. So that's exciting. And uh, yeah, we're just going to chill out and wait to start. All right, almost time. We're going. In three, two, one. And we're up. So I'm, I'm going to start it right now. When we get there? Yeah, when we get there. Yeah, when we get to the line. Yeah. When we get to the line, we're going to start our GPSs, and we're off for the Wild Mouse 10K. Oh, my God. So this is always my favorite part of any race, is the, is the start. I mean, obviously, I love the finish line, but the energy that you find within the start of a race it it's unlike anything i mean everybody's feeling so positive and they're ready to go and they're excited and there's a little bit of unknown in the air it's it's just an exciting time and and you can really hear that throughout so soak in that energy whenever you're about to start something soak it in like really appreciate what's about to happen and the more that you can do that the more that you can take time and just appreciate what's going on around you, whether it's a race or whether it's something going on in your life. Maybe you're you know, at a wedding or a birthday party or a family event. Take a deep breath and just let that moment or those moments sink in so that you can make and create mental images of those moments that'll last a lifetime. So really savor the moments. Enjoy the ride, but savor the moments when you can. So, I'm about two and a half, maybe three kilometers in, and I'm actually dead last, so that's funny. I, am uh, going down a hill right now. I might lose control and die, but we're good. Uh, I'm in dead last because I had, having a bit of a family emergency at the moment, and so I had to take a phone call and, uh, so, I had to stop running because I'm on the mountain and I want to move and lose the signal. About two minutes into the race, I got a call from my family. I'm not going to go too much into the details, but uh, I had a bit of a family emergency that I, I needed to deal with. And the only way that I was able to do that was to take that phone call. So, that is kind of like worst case scenario, when you're in the middle of a race and something comes up that you absolutely can't control and it forces you to stop. I didn't stop the race. I mean, I did stop running for about 20 or 30 minutes. I ended up over the course of the race taking two or I think two phone calls or three phone calls, about 20 to 30 minutes each. And it, it kind of messed with my head a little bit the the whole time of the race. You know, I wasn't able to focus too, too much on the race because I was thinking about what was going home, what was going on back home, but you know I I was lucky enough to be there with people that supported me, and you know I I was able to be in an atmosphere that you know in the running atmosphere there's so much good, there's so much good energy that just can propel you forward, and I knew that I needed to buckle down and just because really there was nothing I was going to be able to do, I was up on that mountain, you know. I was not able to do anything. I was, I'm, you know, I'm like 10,000 miles away from my family. And it wasn't something that I needed to get in a plane right away or anything for, but it was something that was a bit stressful. But I knew that I needed to wrap myself in that positive energy to be able to keep going. And, and that's exactly what I did. So in those terrible times, in those times when things come up that, that can really throw you, You have to just have the ability to get up and find the positivity that is around you. I was lucky enough to have positive people around me. You have to try somehow to find the positives and the things that can keep you going. Because whenever things come up, it's going to be easy to fall into like a pit of despair. But we can't do that. We've got to keep going. So find that positive energy wherever it may be and use it to your advantage. It's not so much the uphill. I mean, the uphills are hard. If you don't know by now, this 10K that I'm on is much more of a trail, hilly course than what I'm normally used to, but it's the downhills that are hard because your body wants to fly down, but your mind is like, "Not, nah, don't do it because... <laughs> you're going to fall. And sometimes you have to listen to your mind. <laughs> because your body can do what the body can do. But, you know, easing back on those downhills, it's a safe thing. Again, don't always have to play it safe. But there are going to be moments when you'll know when it's time to play it safe. Just got a lovely message from Shani you know, because I obviously had to stop to take a phone call, and she just messaged me saying, asking if, she should, if they should be worried because they're not sure where I am. So, it's nice It's nice to know that uh, I got a caring network, but I should be coming up on them soon. Just hoping. Passing the, uh, I think, 4K mark now. Ooh, a sign. I'm not lost, but the sign's upside down. Uh, All right, I'm just going to go with my gut and follow it. So a couple of things there, you know, starting with the uphill and the downhill. We always go into these situations with certain expectations, you know, like for example with hills. A lot of the times we assume it's going uphill that's going to be hard, but sometimes going downhill is even harder. So he prepared to change up your belief system just a little bit as as the situation forces you to do the the moments where you think might be easy might actually be the ones that are more challenging and vice versa it was at that time that i also received that message from shani which was just a really really good sort of boost to my morale at that point and it it gave me a little extra energy and it gave me the "Quote unquote," will to keep going. I mean, I knew I was going to keep going, but when I got that message from Shani, I knew that it was just coming from a really good place, and it motivated me, and it let me know that I wasn't alone, and that I could complete this thing, even though what what whatever was going on in the back of my mind with my family and everything, I knew I could complete this thing because of that support network. So when stuff like that happens, really along the lines of savor the moment, but really savor those people and really cherish those moments that people reach out and ask you if you're okay, letting you know that they're on your side. So I just caught up with Shani and Wendy and uh, Shani's holding onto my arms for dear life because we're heading down this stinky little hill and uh, we've, almost, we've almost crashed at least many times. Uh, so yeah, teamwork. Oh, more hills, good for us. So we've started to cross paths with the uh, marathoners and half marathoners. I can't believe that there are half marathoners, marathoners doing this crazy course. That's nuts. Uh, oh, you. You're welcome. <laughs> and the guy that just said thank you, he like looks like he's like he's got you know he's got the uh, hiking poles and like the long hair. He looks like one of those. Hiking cover models <laughs> you know So uh, yeah, it's kind of inspiring. It's also kind of scary because they're coming fast and a lot of us are walking because we don't want to die. Watch behind. Fashani back there, swearing up a storm. There you go. All right onward. So, passing the first aid station about a little over five kilometers in. Marathoners are still going. I'm enjoying the scenery. Doing a great job. Doing a great job. Doing a great job. Thanks, Mike. Just smashing through. This is actually kind of relaxing. The only stressful thing about this is just making sure that we get the hell out of the way. But, you know, we're enjoying it. And uh, the people that are here volunteering, of course, as always, have great energy. And uh, that aid station had Oreos, so, I mean, (laughs) it doesn't get better than that did you pick one up? I did not. Well, I was too busy recording. Okay. That's, I'm not going back. here. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not sure what happened with that recording, but some stuff dropped out, but yeah, it was, you know, it's really just interesting seeing all the full on runners, marathoners, trail runners, just going for it. And it's really, really inspiring. It, it, just builds that camaraderie even more in the running community, because even from people of a more elite level, they're still there cheering you on. They want you to do well just as much as they want themselves to do well, and there's just always that support on the on the trail on the race course. And it's an amazing feeling. And if we can pay that forward in some sort of way, if somebody tells us good job, make sure that when somebody's passing you or you're passing them, just let them know that they're doing a good job. In in a race in life, it's it's good to pay that positivity forward because you never know whose day you're gonna make. Well, this is uh, so yeah, we just come to this thing known as a big gargantuan thing of a hill it's a big fucking hill <laughs> <laughs> gotta say it be honest BFH uh, yeah walking this thing's gonna put my heart rate at about 140 I reckon climbing, climbing and uh, gotta keep climbing, gotta keep moving to get to the top no matter how slow, how fast, whatever because that bling is what makes it worth it. <laughs> okay. All right, so... Shani, Simon, and Wendy all passed me. So Simon passed me. Because um, so I had to take another phone call. Again, a bit of a family issue, but I'm, I'm... I'm back to it. I'm back walking up the hill, and... Uh, here we go. Okay. So I'm running up a hill now. I don't think I'm going to catch up to... Simon, Shani, and Wendy. And that's okay. I would have liked to have finished with them, but just gotta run my own race at the moment. You know, I was having a good time run walking. And, and I'll continue to do that of course because of my IT band, but I'll just do what I can, listen to my body. Moving forward. around 7k mark there's people running back in the opposite way and they're uh, I'm not talking to myself I'm doing podcasts. it's all good uh, you know the camaraderie in the running community of course is so great every time they pass so, you know well done well done you hear that good job love that about running so yeah like I said I had to stop a few times for some phone calls but uh, we're getting there A lot of leapfrogging on this one. Passing people, then they pass you, and then you'll pass me in a second. The The yo-yo effect, exactly. (laughs) And you get to know people, it's nice. Have a conversation with them every now and then. So, yeah, not every race has to be completely by your lonesome. Remember, it's a good community. Yes, you against you, but (sighs) savor the ride when there are other people helping you along. So that's that's a bit of an interesting thing. Of course, a few weeks prior to this race, I did that 10K, the Australia Day Fun Run in Rosebud. And part of that race was actually kind of the opposite because I was doing that one for time. I wasn't going to savor the ride as much. That was going to be more for getting through it getting through it as fast as possible. And sometimes that's okay. Like I said in that episode, sometimes that's okay. On this particular one, because of the nature of the course, for me anyway, it's not a time trial. And so you really allow yourself to enjoy what's going on. And you you just meet people and you form, as, as silly as it might sound, you, you form relationships with people. Even if you never see them again, or if you've never seen them prior, because you're sort of doing that leapfrog, that yo-yo, You see each other and you have conversations and when you see each other again, you sort of continue off the same conversation that you were having and it just all goes back into that whole you're not alone mindset and it really, it just, it helps keep you going. So there are always going to be those moments where you come into contact with people that you've maybe never met or you'll never see again, but if you can form a bond with them, it's it's a really interesting feeling because it's like you've had an effect, a positive effect on somebody that a couple of hours prior you didn't even know, and they've had that same effect on you. And again, without trying to sound too cliche, it brings out the best in humanity. It lets you know the good parts of humanity that are out there and it gives you hope to move forward and to form new relationships all right just under 2k left and uh the knee's acting up so i gotta start to take it easy a bit so i don't aggravate it too much but uh we'll get to the finish line by hook or by crook We'll get there. So, this kind of goes with what I'm saying. A lot of those episodes about having to finish. You can't always finish at your strongest. So, I'm obviously now walk running because of my, my IT band, my knee. But, you gotta push through. There will be moments that you might have to pull a DNF. Do not finish. DNR, do not resuscitate. But, uh,. If you're breathing, if you have a pulse, make sure you give your all the finish. Although, case in point, a little bit of a contrary thing. One of the race volunteers just came down asking about somebody with a rolled ankle. So, again, do get to know your limits and when it's safe to play it safe and when you can push through. Rolled ankle, probably wait for help. Less than a kilometer away, and we're going up this hill that I could probably go up faster if I got down on all fours. That's how steep this thing is. It's like a scaling a mountain. All right, almost there. there. I caught up with Shiny and Wendy. I'm so excited! Come on, start the wind. Uh, a kilometer now. What a team! Here we go, coming up to the finish line. Wendy, Johnny, and Andrew, freaking it. All right, now there's grass. Here we go. Hey, Simon! Okay. Make your way
1: together.
0: Thank you, all right, finished it. The roller coaster run wild mouse, 10K. That was crazy. Ridiculous breaking the barrier, signing out. Good day, good day. How you, going? What do you know? Just say good day, good day, good day and you'll be right. So, what an incredible run. Now, just real quick, that that song that you heard a couple times. There's there's a couple reasons why I put that in. A I, Simon introduced me to that song a, a few weeks prior, and I, I swear to God, I have not been able to get it out of my head. It's like so Australian. It's it's the best. Uh, "G'day, G'day" by Slim Dusty. Go look it up. Awesome song, and really. The the other reason that I put it in is because this this run, this roller coaster run, it was out in the Dandenongs in Australia, and it's some of the most beautiful scenery. And for those of you who have never been to Australia, if you want beautiful scenery, ugh, there there's so many places in this country that just will blow your mind. I mean, you can be in suburbia and then 10 minutes drive, you're out in this beautiful landscape of you know country roads or mountainous views. And it's just, it's incredible. So I'm, I'm very grateful to be living in this country and being able to run with views like the ones that I've had. Now, before we wrap up, I would just like to thank of course, the episode sponsors generation you can and audible. So Audible, of course, is offering the listeners of the Breaking the Barrier podcast a free 30-day trial that will also allow you to get a free ebook. So all you have to do is go to audibletrial.com forward slash breaking the barrier and get a free 30-day trial. You'll be able to get your free ebook. You'll be able to keep the ebook even if you don't continue with the trial. But I highly recommend sticking with them because for me, audiobooks sometimes, especially on my long runs, can be just an incredible thing to keep me going. In this particular episode, I'd like to recommend a book by Dean Karnazes. So Dean Karnazes is like the Lance Armstrong of, of the runner's world. He's got so many things that he's accomplished under his belt. And you can get his book Fifty 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 50 50-50. 50/50 And it's basically subtitled Secrets I Learned Running 50 Marathons in 50 Days and How You Too Can Achieve Super Endurance. So it's an amazing roadmap toward determination and physical limitations and how you can get past them. I really highly recommend it. So again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash breaking the barrier for your free trial and free ebook. And I recommend... Fifty-fifty by Dean Karnazes. That's normally a $25 ebook, but you can get it for free with your 30-day trial. I also would like to remind you to please subscribe and rate the podcast on iTunes. If you're enjoying it, if you're enjoying the message that I'm trying to portray and get across, the more people that leave a five-star positive review on iTunes, the more people that the podcast is going to be able to reach, and that's ultimately the, the goal of what I'd like to do is to try to inspire as many people to go above and beyond as possible. So wrapping up, that race was just an incredible experience. And of course, in that last part of the race, you heard me catch up to Wendy and Shani. And that just, that motivated me to finish up really, really strong. There's nothing quite like finishing a race with your friends. And We just kept each other going. And, you know, it's not the first time that Simon's been there cheering us on. And I'm sure it won't be the last. And that's also when you have somebody there cheering you on when you're running across that finish line. It's just incredible. And even if you don't have anybody that you specifically know, a lot of those people there are going to be cheering for you. Because that's, I mean, people go to races and they cheer you on. People who have already raced or people who are there just spectating. And it's a really, it's a really inspirational thing. So, some of the things that I would like you to take away from this particular episode, just a couple of the bullet points. A, you know, we're not wired for happiness, right? We're wired to survive. So, use that to your advantage. Push through the negativity because you've got it within you to keep going. I say that a lot, but you've got it within you. You want to savor those moments. Savor the moments that are going on. Cherish the things that are happening and take the breath Live in the moment and really appreciate what's going on around you. Find that positive energy when something negative happens. There's always going to be some kind of positive spin that you can put on it, even if it's just as simple as this will make you stronger or you will learn how to cope with things a little bit better in terms of when things come up. Pay forward that positivity. So when you find that positivity, pay it forward. Don't keep it within yourself. Give it to as many people as you can because you want to just... You, you never know whose day you're going to be able to make. Make sure that you spread that positivity because the more people that can be happy and positive, the better off we're going to be. And always keep going. Keep going, keep going, keep going. That end game will make everything worth it. Those bonds that you form with those people will make everything worth it. You've got it within you. You've got it within you to commit and to go forward. It's your time. So that's going to conclude today's episode of the Breaking the Barrier podcast, where I hope to inspire you to go above and beyond what you ever thought possible. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time.